here we are. <laughs> Good evening, Melrose. I'm doing my best Tom Catalini impersonation tonight. <laughs> Welcome to Let's Talk Melrose. Melrose, a show where Melroseans talk to Melroseans about Melrose. I'm Tom Shampoo, not Tom Catalini. I'm Sam Hammer, and with us tonight is... Mike Karaji. Oh, thank Mike God. Mike Karaji. I love it. I feel like I'm going to be informed tonight. I feel like I'm going to learn a lot about what's going on. Thanks, yeah. Mike, for being here. Appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you. You can certainly feel... Uh, two seats tonight because I think um, you're going to bring everything we need to know about what's going on in Melrose and we can just sit back and listen if that's okay. <laughs> I'm good with I you. might leave for a little bit. I'll, I'll be back though at some point, I promise. <laughs> but I promise no more muting. That was not kind of me last week. Um, so now that we are actually rolling right into Kindness Day, um, it's coming up on Saturday. Um, Friday will be the, some of the elementary schools and schools will be celebrating Kindness Day. Yes. Um, also, Karaji, if you're hungry mm -hmm. for lunch on Friday around 1130, mm -hmm. you can meet Let's Talk Melrose Melrose. Um, we're going to be delivering kindness lunch to the DPW. Yeah. Um, so if you want, we can we can sneak you a, a, a meal as well. Local, um, local, local establishments or local establishments. We right. are doing our best to throw as much uh, love to um, Santa Fe. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So uh, I love the show for many things, one of which is that I always get to learn new things like, for example, that I'll be doing something on Friday. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> text about it. But if you can come on Friday at 1130 to, to DBW HQ, um, we'll be delivering lunch. And then on Saturday, it is actual kindness day. Kindness and there's day, stuff yeah. going on all over town. So if you want a free hot chocolate, I believe the mayor is handing that out at the Y. There will also be music playing there. Um, maybe, maybe I'll be there playing. We'll see. Um, and yeah, kindness. It'll be kindness a kind crowd. all day, all week, all weekend. Can we, can we, I know you guys talked about it last week. You had Mary, Mary Beth and, and, Stephanie. Or and Stephanie. Stephanie. Yeah. both. But, um, what a, like, what a project, like to, to make it what it's become where it's really like an unofficial city holiday now. And it's, it just gives, it just gives and gives and gives. And it's so real, you know, it's like real tangible expressions of, thanksgiving and stuff to these people who, who yeah. you know this this year i know they're getting the school nurses they're getting crossing guards getting people who yeah are not forgotten but just people who like carry the burden for us day in I and know. Day yeah. did you you know the, the origin of how it started right are you, are you familiar what was that with how it started the origin i am yeah, yeah. okay great yeah. so we talked last week you should totally watch um because you have it i told <laughs> i disclosed that we were fighting quite a bit on the kind of station <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's why I thought it was, was, yes, I thought it was uh, an unprecedented kindness show. <laughs> <laughs> but you should watch because one thing we talked about, which I'd love your take on um, when, when it comes to uh, talking about the mascot and other things later, was that, you know, they discussed about how they reclaimed the day. They reclaimed right. the negative mm -hmm. day and turned it into something really positive. So I, I asked, how do we do that now for some of the negative press and neg not, not necessarily um, negative things that are happening and conversations that are happening in Melrose. How do we turn that around and reclaim it? So um, 
totally um, uh, for, for everybody though, for everybody, because you don't want to feel like it's it's adversarial or one-sided. But you're right. There's an opportunity right. somewhere, somehow, for people to step in and help us bridge gaps that feel like they shouldn't be there. So that's all. That's come fine. back with answers if you can, or <laughs> an article. A oh, sure. I was reading. I was reading the comments, and they were, they were checking. I, I have a. Oh. Our, it's a winter warmer uh, from. Uh, oh yeah. It's a Buckaloo's special, so I. Nice. Not moonshine. Not moonshine. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, if, if Catalini was on, it'd be moonshine. I need something to get through. That. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. All um, right, we're gonna move into so, the news. Well, I was gonna just ask quickly if anybody saw a random wrestling sighting this past weekend. I was out of the zip code for a day, visiting my daughter at uh, school. But um, but, but I, I did hear there was a lot of fun going on around town with this wrestling match over at the at, at, at Memorial Hall. People were in costume. People were out. People were making a scene. Uh, well, was, Sam, it, you saw people, I assume. Yep, I did. What's um, up? It was, a, was it Memorial Hall? Yeah, they it was Memorial me, Hall. They, they sent me an invite. I was I forgot to get back to them to to come cover it, and I would have loved to. I, I've covered wrestling. I'm, I'm my one of my claims to fame is. Uh, like I, my first front page story on the Globe sports section was uh, uh, a wrestling story, you know, professional wrestling. I, I believe, I believe it's pronounced wrestling. By the way, my yeah. reputation, not sure. Right. Oh my God! If you Going had been BT. there, you would have, you would have loved <laughs> it. Right. There were approximately uh, ten um, mega fans there in Boston uh, <laughs> costume and beyond. <laughs> Um, you would have loved it, and they. Do we, uh, do we have a wrestling? Do we have a wrestling name for? I mean, Sam the Hammer. Hammer is that too easy? Or, or Sam the Hammer. What, yeah. Do we have a wrestling okay. name? Hey, now I branded for that. That's fine. Um, oh. Although my my volleyball. Bammer, Bammer Hammer. I would say Bammer Hammer, but that's you know I don't know. That doesn't fly. Sam yeah. <laughs> shampoo. I, I I don't have a wrestling name, but shampoo has yeah. lots of opportunities. I'm sure that the Clean that up, are, are, are extremely are extremely gifted and funny. Uh, top fans can come up with a couple of ideas for for the shampoo wrestling name. So we'll see what happens there. <laughs> um, right. In anyway. the spirit of Karaji, we should we're going to go into the news. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and I uh, full apologies yeah. to everybody yeah. watching that there's no sound effects tonight because Tom Catalini is not here with us. So we, we're sorry for that. <laughs> Wait, we have to, we have to, we have to end, uh, end that clip by, by showing the picture. The news, boom, there we go. <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh. Um, so very quickly, so, I'm going to put. Yep. Oh my God, we're a mess. We're we like are a mess tonight. Again, we're thrown off balance because we don't have we don't have you know the folks we're used to. I know it's like having twins that we just finish each other's sentences. Yeah. Um, so uh, Melrose and Wakefield Health Departments this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. are co-hosting a joint COVID-19 uh, clinic for ages five through 11. Um, this is at the Galvin Middle School in Wakefield, uh, and so if you want to. Uh, take a look at that for your child who's age 5 to 11. They can now get uh, vaccinations, obviously. So please look into it. Is that information being posted for it's folks? It's all done. Good. Yep. Perfect. Um, so, yeah, so, so check it out if you're looking for shots this weekend, vaccines this weekend. 
Um, also, the Open Studios is coming back. Tours on Saturday and Sunday. Um, 40 local artists. Um, so, Tom, you said you've been there. Mike, have you been to Open Studios before? No, is it Follow, follow Your Art? Well, is it no, it's separate. It's separate. I, Different. I've not been either, but I'm, I'm looking forward to people talk rave about it. So. Yeah, yeah, well, the link is there. Um, here, I'll, I'll put it. it. MelroseOpenStudios.org. Uh, um, yep. And it's self-guided tours of 18 studio locations in neighborhoods across Melrose from attic spaces to backyard barns. So. And other spaces as well. It's essentially artists, you know, and we have a very, very talented uh, city, I think, a very creative and ar 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 artistically gifted, I was going to say, mm -hmm. uh, uh, population here in Melrose. So it's open studios. You basically walk around. There's a map and you can see where artists are and you can pop in. You can look at their work and you can buy items. There's jewelry, there's photography, there's paintings and other other. Um, pieces of art. So it's really fun to do. It's nice to connect to people and, and you can see the art, uh, the artists rather, and you can talk to them and, and just become a part of that art world. It's great. So highly encourage people to go. I don't think I've even done a full tour. I kind of had popped in and out, but um, yeah, it's, it's good. It's, it'll be fun. Also um, tonight is a hot night for meetings in town. Um, so grad night is, hasn't, has a meeting tonight at the, it's, it might still be going on, uh, but they are looking for new blood. Yeah, um, for the committee. So the anybody, big, the, big, yeah. the committee. biggest shoes, the biggest shoes to fill in the city, as far as I'm concerned. The, the grad night committee. Michelle Why? Carson. Oh yeah. yeah. Michelle Carson's you know, a legend and uh, a, a god who walks among us. She is so <laughs> true. It is true, true actually. I, I, covered it, I covered it this year, that or you know whatever the last grad night was i was blown away like i think i just go into everything with either low expectations or or these <laughs> things are really just so incredible but uh, everything i i go to a melrose that i, I it, that yeah. the community puts together that's like community driven is yeah. is next level it's unbelievable oh my gosh yeah. i think yeah. she should when she rolls off if she roll if she's rolling off of uh grad night she should just go do grad night for adults I, I would love that. I went, but you can't really participate as an old person. <laughs> you could only watch all the things. So I would. She should do like a carnival around town. <laughs> Is that like 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 sandals that. in Melrose? Is that what you <laughs> <laughs> sandals like you know, one of those trip things? I don't know. I don't uh, know. My son. Not that so at all. my son was um, in last year's grad night. He was there. He's, he's now in, uh, a freshman in college, and um, it it was a spectacular night. And you're right. Michelle and everybody volunteering for the night, but also on the committee, um, deserve a ton of thanks from the community because it really is an amazing night and people love it. Parents volunteer, the kids love it every single year. They look forward to it. It's just a lot of fun. It really is a lot of fun. Yeah. It absolutely is. Um, and then for parties in Melrose, my favorite, just I don't know, Mike, if you've been, to, but to the Temple's 80s, 80s party. Uh, so I live next to the Temple. Um, but I haven't, I see people streaming in and out. Uh, I've never been there myself. It is the uh, best party. It is the best party in town all year. Hands it's down. a fun party. By yeah, far. it was a fun party. Yeah. By far. So <laughs> now I've, got, I've, got a, I've got a surprise for uh, the LTMM community and uh, and you, you guys as well. Um, oh my God. Oh, no. Wait, wait. Oh, look at that. All right. That is absolutely perfect. Oh my God. Right. 
And so I just um, wanted to show how. Uh, <laughs> what now? So tell us, tell us the baby's name again. Henry. Henry, that's right, Henry. Nice. Oh my God, he makes yeah. the best so thanks, thanks, thanks to yeah. the uh, LTMM community for that gift. For keeping him uh, in swag, you bet. You bet. <laughs> and it's clean too. That's nice. <laughs> um, off track because because babies babies throw us off track. Baby. Um, well, we're glad he's doing well, and yeah, his thanks. sister loves him. And how's Virginia doing? Is she okay? Excellent. The, the, the patch, the patch nerve center is humming along. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, so, if you're interested in some more news um, that you didn't actually, we talked about this earlier. You had not heard that the middle school play, The Descendants, um, is uh, they're performing this weekend in the gigantic theater auditorium at the middle school. Have you been in there? I think it seats like 900 people. No, it's huge. No. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's like professional. It's gorgeous. And yeah. oh, it's great place. I remember walking in for the first time, not even believing that this was a public school auditorium. Like that's how cool and classy this place is. Well, tickets were sold out before they even went on sale to the general public. Um, wow. So it's, it's quite a thing, um, which, it's really great news, but I think part of it was they opened it up to family and then you could, I don't know if you had a limit on how many tickets you could buy and sit in your little pod, but they are restricting um, seating for COVID reasons and to, for safety. Uh, but that did masks, mean. Are masks required, you know? Um, I, uh, I think so. I'm not entirely sure, but I, I believe so. When we did, when we went in there for some shows in the summer, we did have to wear masks. Um, but um, you know, it's it, it would make sense. Yeah. It would it would make sense. And we had this interesting di uh, conversation this morning with a few folks that um, this show, these shows, happen to be we are spread out for COVID. But there are other in school, indoor activities that do not have to comply with that, such as girls volleyball, which I heard was packed with people. So um, just ah. you know, one of the Yes, thank you. Uh, so there just seems to be maybe I don't know who makes I'm not there yet. So I don't know who makes the policy and sets the rules. But obviously, some inconsistencies with with indoor school activities and policies, but also the, with the play specific it, it that generates revenue for that organization for the middle school um, the shows and the, the drama program and theater program. So limiting the number of seats um, and then selling out these shows before it even opens to the public. Like we did not get tickets yet. Um, and I don't, um, we, unless they, they, they're talking about having another show, but anyway, the point is. <laughs> well, isn't it, isn't it, isn't it, not, isn't it, I mean, COVID not to minimize it is getting so tiresome, you know, yeah. as long as we're not out of it yet. And even, you know, my wife and I were looking at going to the North Shore Music Theater Christmas Carol. We've never gone and everyone talks about it. And even then, the only reason I don't want it, master required, but I don't know about sitting in front of, you know, they're not, they're not restricting seating. So everyone's packed in with each other. And yeah, right. it's just it's just something that, you know, even even I go into the middle school play, at least they have it where they're pods and people are separated, which sounds right. like something I'd, I'd be more willing to do than to sardine yeah. in with everyone else. Yep. I do. I do appreciate the thoughtfulness around the yeah. spacing, um, but consistency is always, or it, mm -hmm. you know, just having 
consistent policy i'm just curious right. about and then again if the shows are selling out before the, the tickets even go on sale you know how many more should we be adding should we mm -hmm. i mean come on it's a, it's a middle school play we want to see that um is it a holiday themed no no it's um it's the descendants so it's basically actually um yeah you guys might like it it's based on the children of Disney villains and they're in high school going to the high school of the children of all the Disney heroes. So <laughs> uh, you could watch it on TV, but I've been exciting to see all of these kids finally back on stage mm -hmm. on this stage doing the thing. So highly recommend it, right. but that's, that's a lot of that. So you are going to send You've, you've got we, tickets. We, don't have, so you are, we do not have tickets. You, you don't have tickets. No. Oh, wow. So now, um, so wait, wait. You're telling me that the that the Melrose Middle School is 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 now left to to scalp tickets for people. Like that's that's the thing now. We're gonna be scalping middle school play tickets. Wow. I'll put that on StubHub or whatever. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. I have tickets. I'll give away a couple. Um, <laughs> that's exciting. I'm glad to hear that. that. I mean, it is good. You're right because people are engaged and and it's another form of art that we want to promote and have yeah. succeed. I know, but I'd love to go see it. Right. So, um, yeah. if anybody has tickets or uh, anyway, more shows, I think it's called for. So, um, but other things at the school. So, Mike, you reported today. I think it came out um, uh, the story about the, the school committee tackling the issue um, of the mascot. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yesterday. And yeah, they're gonna yeah they're gonna make a decision um, in the second half of the school year. So. Can you just tell us a little bit more about how that conversation mm -hmm. happened? And yeah, that so it's actually just you know uh, in August. And you know, this conversation has been going for a long time now. It, it but it, it really kind of started in earnest in, in over the summer. I was actually off as on paternity leave, but I know that the high school principal Jason Merrill sent a letter or or what have you, um, just saying you know it's time to move on. I, you know we're not we're not going to stick with this mascot. Um, obviously you know we know what it is and and. Um, and we're not going to stick with the mascot for reasons that are, um, I think, understood by most people, um, especially today where, you know, Wakefield just dropped their mascot, the warrior mascot that had a, or they dropped their logo and the logo was a Native American um, with a large headdress and, you know, yeah. um, and just anyways, you know, we all we all know the backstory behind it, but um, that kind of started it off, and they sent out a survey asking people, well, you know, what do you want to what do you want to change it to? You know, let's get some ideas flowing, um, and then some people, and you know, regardless of what you feel about the merits of the change or it's keeping it or the discussion itself, there were some questions about the process of it. You know, does a high school principal have the authority to unilaterally say we're going to change this and this is what we're going to change it to? Um, is you know, or is it does it hold does it belong with the school committee? Now, there's some people who think that legally it belongs to the school committee. Um, the I asked the school committee chair, Jen McAndrew, uh, on, on Friday and, and on Monday, she had said, um, you know, uh, she had come out and said that the school committee will she didn't really opine on like who has the authority for it necessarily, and I don't know if there's like a legal opinion on it, but um, she said they're going to handle it and uh, they're going to vote on it in the second half of the school year, so. Uh, that's a, that's kind of like the timing of it. Like that's why it kind of came up out of the blue. I mean, they're not going to talk about it for another few months. I don't intend on writing about it or or hearing much about it over the next few months until it kind of ramps up again. Um, but that's kind of where it came from. And, hmm. and you know, it, it's I will say this. You know, these things are super divisive. 
as a lot of stuff, silly stuff is. Um, not that this is silly, but a lot of stuff that isn't as important as, you know, the real meat of like what the school committee should probably be able to spend most of their time with. And, um, you know, in Wakefield, it almost tore them apart. And in a lot of these communities that drop these mascots or have these discussions, um, it, it really it really does some damage. So, um, yeah, I'll have more in it. Uh, my, you know, my suggestion as a resident and as someone who um, I would just always caution people to just listen to those who are affected, you know, in Wakefield, they had a really great panel of indigenous people when they were going through this whole thing and they kind of talked about their experience with it. And um, that was important because it wasn't just the three of us or everyone on Facebook talking about what they think about it. Uh, which they yeah. have valid, you know, reasons and concerns, but um, it's really important to just listen to a diverse group of voices in this kind of instance. Well, I think and since it, I was gonna say since the the notification went out in August, I think people have been waiting to see what the public process is. And we talked earlier today, Mike. We were texting about um, the article you had written a few weeks ago and a link to a survey um, that um, I don't know where they're looking for ideas and we shared it on the show, but um, I was looking for that earlier today. And I don't, I think that was the only place that I found that survey. Um, so I don't know if it was meant for, I mean, there was an option for parents of students. Um, I don't have students in the high school, so maybe that's why I didn't get it, but it just seems um, that it was a great survey to have, or at least it's something that's had. I can't, I'm always looking forward to seeing any results of any surveys we take here. Mm -hmm. um, but again, I, you know, it wasn't open to the general public. Um, and I'm just curious about, or at least I didn't get it in that way. I only got it from you. Um, I'm curious if you had any insight or heard anything about what the the public process is actually going to be what that dialogue is going to look like um because i think public comment before school committee meetings although are there for public comment are not necessarily the best platform to have this conversation um so do you sure. get any sense for what that process nope. will be oh no all i had you know the state uh, what jen uh, uh jen mcandrew had told me what i wrote in that story and what they posted as a statement on the school committee social media feeds that's that's what i have right now um you know it's going to be a couple months until they take it up it seems like uh so you know at that point i i think that the school committee i my hope is that the school committee and i'll extend this to the superintendent and and, and the city in general we always talk about communication issues you know here i think in melrose um you know, I think I'd, li I'd like to think that they're aware of the fact that they need to bring people in. And that doesn't mean to let people dictate the conversation or the results, but they need to bring people in. It needs to be very inclusive, very, uh, you know, you only get one shot at these things very often. Yeah. And you just want to bring people in. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge proponent of just letting everyone have their say and and not demonizing anyone for, you know, there are people, there, there are going to be a lot of people who are against this. And, you know, the three of us live in Melrose and we know what that means for those people. They're going to be viewed a certain way and there are a lot of people who are going to be for this and we know that they're going to be viewed a certain way from the other side and we just need to say hey these people have opinions and let's how do we find the most common ground possible um but like i said earlier i think it's important to give a lot of extra weight to different voices in the community um and people who might be affected by this in different ways right but uh, process wise you know i have no idea um I, I would like to think that they are going to really take pains to bring in everyone that they can and, and merely take their time with this. It's interesting because I, I think you're right. Everyone's going to have a strong opinion about it. And, um, and even, you know, folks who have kids in high school will, will have a very strong opinion about it, but there's another side, 
to that, which which you just mentioned about the process that Wakefield went through, bringing in indigenous people to talk about their perspective and their views and their experiences um, that supersede, I think, a lot of what we feel because we just feel it because we live here. So I think it'll be an interesting process. I'm curious to see if there is um, or how much of a public process that, that will include because the chances are pretty good that it'll devolve pretty quickly <laughs> on Facebook and other places like that. Um, but it is important that that others have the opportunity to inform the process, meaning their experiences, their perspectives, uh, and their views, and all that's being shared. So I'm with you, Sam. I think it should be an open process. It's an emotional process, um, unlike anything else, I think, in, in some ways. So I'm really hopeful that we'll come together and before it starts, there'll be a public forum aspect of it during the process as other uh, opportunities to engage as well. So I'm hoping that that happens. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. And I know like in the grand scheme of the things that are happening in our public schools, this is taking up a lot of oxygen and a lot of time. Um, but I think, you know, the time is well spent um, knowing that it, this is a conversation that has and will continue to divide this community even more than it already has. And I, there have been issues, it seems like almost every week there's something here where people don't agree. And there's not a lot of space to um, meet and talk and, and discuss these issues before there's a decision that's been made. So I think you know, out of respect for the community that's been through so much um, in the last several years on top of a pandemic, um, just a, having a public, a real good process for even how we engage in conversation, even if it has to be on this topic. But um, we- I'd love, to, I, I'd love to, I really think it's important for people yeah. to remember that this, beyond the actual substance of the conversation, there's a, there's, there's a large ripple effect where the students, the current students, the younger students, they, they're watching this and they don't want to see yeah. adults acting like complete animals on both sides. And, and um, I think it's important for people to remember anyone who's going to have an opinion on this and share it. Remember that, you know, you want the, the, the current school community, the children, the students, um, I want to know what they think about this. I want to know, uh, you know, what they, how they feel about it. Uh, but I want them to see people debating something in, in, realizing that it's possible to debate things in a decent manner in 2021, 2022. Yeah. I think that's, I feel like we haven't had like a healthy dialogue since the override of 2019, but right. that's right. just me. We really, we, we saw di um, discussion head on. Um, but nevertheless, um, so as, as I just mentioned, the, this is not the most important thing that is happening in our public schools by far, in my opinion. Right. Um, one of them, one of the things that is one of the most important things in our public schools by far is um, are the results from the youth risk behavior survey that you reported on also. Um, so thank you for that. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, can you tell a little bit about the findings that you from that or? Yeah, they were just, they were just, they were, they were a bummer. You know, they were concerning. They were essentially, you know, it's a survey that goes out by and uh, by and it's two every two years. And um, it, it's seventh through 12th graders usually, I think. And this year, I think they added sixth graders. And I'm not a pro on it. You know, I just watched the meetings and, and talked to some folks and, and read some stuff on it. But I'm not an expert on this stuff. So I'm going to try to speak broadly on it. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, the, the survey results for the Melrose students in particular, um, 
those are the ones that, you know, obviously they were concerning all around the Middlesex League region, but the uh, Melrose um, students, you know, there was just a really, really high rates of suicidal thoughts, of mental distress, of, you know, um, of just really hard times during the pandemic. And uh, ones that are ex were significantly higher, in some cases even double um, that of the previous uh, survey that came before the pandemic. So, you know, the, the stats are going up on the on the right side there um, from the story, I think. And, you know, I, I can't add much to what they are. You know, they're, they're just concerning statistics. I haven't, what I'm interested in, what I want to write about um, is, you know, what the school community and what the city, I think it's everyone's responsibility. It's not just the school committee and it's not just superintendent. It's not just the mayor's office, but it's really a combination of everyone, PTOs. What are they going to do about this? Um, you know, this is more important than an MCAS result. This is more important than, you know, we're having kids who feel alone. There are kids who feel like they can't talk to people at school, can't talk to other adults at school. So where's the gap? I mean, you know, is it a communication gap? We need to address the gaps um, and just support these people. You know, I talked to some folks who are run some advocacy groups for LGBTQ kids who really, really expressed like exponentially higher um, levels of, again, mental distress and suicidal thoughts and, and plans and stuff. And um, it's just... I don't want these kids to be alone. Never mind as a reporter, just someone who lives here as a fellow human. I don't want these kids to feel alone. And I think the the big issue is just how do we address that? How does the city address it? I think there's nothing more important. I know you said it's one of the most important issues in the schools right now. That's and what do we what are we here for? You know, for these kids to feel safe and welcome and loved and um the you know, the arithmetic and all that stuff comes second, I think. So Yeah. Yeah. So um you mentioned what are we gonna what can we do about it? So um you know, there were a few things that, um, so one thing that we had done in this community, I guess, a few years ago was um, make sure that teachers and staff at our schools have professional development time around understanding LGBTQ students and families in the community. Um, and that's, that's great. Um, it's essential. Um, I think another step forward that we're making um, a few years back, there was a parent university run by the Ed Foundation that had um, a panel on this exact topic as well. But you had to be there in order to get that information. So I, um, I think um, I was chatting with Lisa Lewis and a few from the Ed Foundation about maybe having run that panel again. Um, because the more dialogue we have about this population, the better and safer they're going to feel and more accepted in the community they're going to feel and validated, I think was one of the key points in your article too. Um, but we don't, we're not going to talk about this too much tonight because um, Bert Whittier, who uh, was um, formerly with the middle school and he was the um, GSA um, advisor there as well, um, has committed to coming on the show. He couldn't make it tonight because he is planning on having a, um, a presentation on gender expansion um, and expressions um, at the went through the Winthrop PTO on Thursday, um, which is phenomenal. So it's another way for parents and grownups of in our school community to get a little bit more educated and a little closer to the topic. Um, and I'll point out, you know, John, a point um, that says in the comments here, but you know, QPR training saves lives in, in mental health first aid. And I know that the district is, um, putting that out there, the QPR training um, for staff and, and awesome. they in the school committee. You know, I, I just want people to remember too, you know, it is the LGBTQ students, again, they are by far the highest risk for, for these, but um, multiracial students, female students um, of color, uh, 
and just different, you know, Asian, Asian students. Um, there was a lot of, a lot of demographics that were a particular risk. And I just, um, yeah, I just want to just say it so that, you know, anyone watching this, it's, it's just, uh, if, if that's one of their students or one of their children, or if, if for some reason the kid is watching this and you know, that, that, that's, that's not good. What a kid, kid should be watching right now is the LD. Right. But, uh, <laughs> right. you know, if anyone anyway, is, you know, it's, it's widespread and um, yeah, it's, it's really stunning to see uh, some of those numbers. So, yeah. Well, we'll have, we're going to have Bert on the show and he's going to, I, I, I say he's like our local Mr. Rogers. So um, just one of the nicest guys in town um, who can speak very eloquently and clearly about, um, about children and families um, in this community. Um, so he'll be coming on soon. Uh, but Tom, you were still muted. You, your, your lips are moving. Ta-da, here I am. Um, I want to ask Mike a quick question because you've got a platform. You know, you 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 write for the patch, and so do you feel like there's an opportunity to write more articles and more stories about this issue so that people are more aware? Uh, because it is impacting yeah. the entire community. So, so yeah, of course, um, you know, you, you have an opportunity to. You no, know, it's it's um a lot of it is, gosh, I mean it's it's, I even even reporting the results of that survey, I, you know, reaching out to, I think it was Tony, um, Leon, Leon maybe from, from Nagley, um, just to get some perspective because I'm, I feel so ill-equipped to, to talk about it. Even now I'm just kind of like riffing with you guys, but I, you know, it's such serious, important stuff where I would hate to give any ill information on any of this stuff. Um, uh, but I do think there is, um, I think there's space for it. I would really encourage people to, you know, this isn't a plea for pages or anything, but it is disappointing when you, you know, I, I mentioned it on social media, but, you know, the Halloween story that we all kind of say, what's so important about Halloween, really, compared to something like this. Well, the Halloween yeah. story gets, you know, by 98% higher page views than this. And it, it's not just, you know, I certainly want to write about these things. I hope people make it possible to write about this stuff more and more and more just by taking the time to learn about it, to share it, to talk about it, um, and to, to really invest in it like they invested in the Halloween issue or something like that. It, it's, you know, um, it, so yes, your point, there's a platform for it. I hope to kind of leverage the platform for that because like I said, I mean, the city has, you know, the city has an opportunity to, to help um, these students. I know the city is sitting on so much money from all this federal relief money that's coming in. And right. they, um, I can't think of, huh? I, yes. <laughs> and I, I you know, and I understand, you know, the AAA bond rating or the AA bond rating, whatever these things are, they're very important. But what is the point of having that stuff if you can't right. in the students and the children um, you know, I'm raising a kid here and I, I mean, yeah. it's between, you know, taking out a low interest loan on a, on a salt shed or, 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 or a project around town or really invest extra three, five, ten million dollars, whatever it is in the mental health of the students. It's not even a conversation worth having. So I just, right. that's where really where I want to be able to maybe leverage this platform a bit more than um, anything else is to hopefully hold the administration to the power in that. <laughs> can i just say how happy i am that john and wallace is watching the show like, i'll see you tomorrow night yeah. but i i'm so happy you're watching this crazy thing. um but it, we are a little over time is there anything else we've missed in the news that we should talk about i mean that's enough but I think no, I don't. since we have you we should take advantage no of I, I don't even know what well, i don't even know what's on deck um you know i i, I appreciate everyone always hold me accountable yelling at me about um, the 
the pros and cons of the stories and all that stuff and kind of engaging. So thanks everyone for always reading and thanks you guys for inviting me on, able to talk about it. You know, I think it's an important thing. I'd love to see as much local news in Melrose, aside from Patch even, you know, the weekly news, the free press, which I know is kind of falling on hard times um, as possible because it's a city of 30,000 people. Mm -hmm. There's so much to cover, there's so much to talk about, there's so many perspectives to gather. Um, so I just keep telling people to, you know, watch your meetings, talk to folks, watch the show, and get educated on on the stuff. Vote, you know, you can't have 18% turnouts or whatever, 16% turnouts, um, you know, so just get involved. Oh, I know the dress codes come dress up code. as a thing, yeah, yes. Ah. Solidarity on that, yes. So, um, all right, well, if there's no other news, um, I have to, I'm gonna take you guys downstairs for a special surprise, but. Um, all right, we love going on field trips. <laughs> do, you, do you have my kid there in an LTMM? <laughs> Just your one kid, you mean? He's <laughs> not here, which is why I'm going to tell myself, which is why I said that. <laughs> well, we will not live that down. We missed you, Catalini and Jen. Uh, Mike, thank you for coming on. Yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Terrific. Okay, and so you know how the show ends, right? <clears throat> we dance it off. <laughs> oh, look at that. You got to dance it off. Okay, you got to sing. You got to sing. All right, well, well, can you hear him okay? You both have to sing. No. Oh yeah, we can hear it. Let's talk. Let's talk Melrose. <laughs> Come Let's on, someone's gonna sing. All right, here we go. Oh, Let's talk Melrose. That's it. Come on. Let's talk Melrose. Are you dancing or what? I'm dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk Melrose. 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 Tinkle. Thank you, Tinkle. There we go. Thanks very much, Mike. Thanks again, everybody. Good night. Yeah, <laughs>